Hey, this is Hoops Coaching A to Z with me, Coach Terry Canova. We are going to talk about everything possible dealing with hoops and other sports. This is a deep dive into everything coaching. Each episode will be 15 to 20 minutes, short and sweet, so you can listen to us while you make your coffee or while you drive to work in the morning. Short and sweet, to the point, with as much information as we can pack into 15 minutes. Once the episode is over, you can run on over to our Facebook group and we can talk more about it. It'll be one big happy family and this is our podcast. And please, 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 I would be so grateful and so honored if you would run over to Apple iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean, or wherever you listen to this podcast, and give us a very, very nice review. Those five-star reviews go a long way in the traction of this podcast, so it is greatly appreciated. So without further ado, let's get to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome. Welcome back. So glad to be here. Uh, This is a really special episode because this is episode 10 and episode 10 will put us over the 500 download mark, uh, which is really, really cool. Also, the real, real cool thing is that we're in nine countries. So aside from the U.S., I want to say hello to our friends in Russia, Israel, South Korea, France, the U.K., Canada, Sweden, and Slovakia. Hello to my friends in all those other countries, and I'm so glad that you guys are here with us. Now, what I'd like to do in episode 10 is actually go back and revisit Revisit an episode about parent-coach relationship. Uh, it's our, it was our most popular download to date. It really crosses boundaries where it doesn't matter the sport. And also, it's something that both coaches and parents, I think, can, can get a little bit from. Uh, so, so what we're going to do is, is, is go back, but instead of you just hearing me talk the whole time, uh, I've got a guy that that I feel like is pretty much an expert on this subject, uh, and we referenced him in in the last episode. If you go back, I think it's officially episode two, parent coach relationship. I mentioned a friend of mine, Coach Jerry Hernandez. Well, well, this week we're gonna let you guys hear from Coach Hernandez himself. Um, before we do that, um, I just want to add a couple things that that maybe we didn't talk about the first time we visited this topic on coach-parent relationship. Number one, uh, I think the most important thing, and and this is with life and anything else, coaches, try and put yourself in the parent's shoes. Remember that the child is literally the most important thing on the planet to them. And so this, you are dealing with a parent's treasure. So no offense, parents, but coaches understand that sometimes, not always, but sometimes parents are going to be a little bit unrealistic. And coaches, you just got to accept that. Another thing uh, to remember, coaches, is parents are busy. So please respect their time. 
You know, when it pertains to ending practice, if you tell parents that practice is going to be done at 5 o'clock, don't practice till 6 o'clock. Respect the parent. I mean, the parents are just as busy as we are and everybody else. Respect their time. If you want to practice till 6 o'clock, I think that's fine. But you got to let the parents know. So when they pull up to pick up their child, they don't have to wait an hour. So respect the parents' time. And then, and then lastly, uh, coaches, just don't assume anything uh, with parents. Don't assume they know. Communicate with them. Communicate with them, and I think life will be much, much better between you guys. Now, parents, the roles are reversed for all of our parents listening. Remember, you got to try and put yourself in a coach's shoes as well. This is the coach's livelihood. And coaching is a results-driven business. So in a sense, in many cases, and not always, but in many cases, the, the coach has to be successful to feed their family. So very rarely is a coach going to do something that's not in the best interest of the team and of the success of the team. So just parents, try to remember that. And also one other thing for parents to remember. Parents, just like you have a job and you go to uh, seminars and, and you do professional development and you do all of these other things to make you an expert in, in your job, whatever it is. Remember, this is the coach's job. The coach went to school for this. The coach goes to coaching clinics for this. The coach shares notes with other coaches about this. The coach watches countless hours of film and reads countless books. So the coach knows what they're doing. And in most cases, I would say a very, very large, large percentage of it, the coach knows their job better than you do, parents. No offense, parents, but that's just the reality and that's the case. So keep that in mind. Coaches, put yourself in parents' shoes and parents, try and put yourself in a coach's shoes. Now, enough of me talking. Like I said, I think uh, Coach Hernandez is, a, is an expert in this field of parent-coach relationships to the point that he put together a book. Uh, it's called... The Athletic Trinity, Can They Coexist Between Players, Coaches, and Parents? Uh, in here, you're going to hear him talk about four th- In this book, he'll talk about four things that might help players get more playing time. In the book, he talks about five things that coaches want from their players. And these are five things, you know, really regardless of, of talent level. And he goes into expectations between parents and coaches athletes and parents and coaches and athletes. So I really, really highly, highly recommend you go. Uh, you can get this on www.sportseducationexperience.com. That's www.sportseducationexperience.com. It's only about 20 pages cover to cover. Also, his email is jerryhernandez17 at yahoo.com. Or you can find him on Facebook under Jerry Hernandez. But I think this is really, really a good book. And now let's hear some words from Coach Hernandez. He talks about something, uh, talks a little bit about a contract between parents and coaches. I think this is a really good listen, a really good idea. Coach Canova, glad to be part of your revisiting the parent-coach relationship issue in the athletic arena. 
and I know you had addressed this in one of your earlier podcasts. I personally believe that parents are the most important coaches that a young person can have in their athletic endeavors. I know that they can make their child's athletic experience a good one or a bad one, regardless of the sport, regardless of talent level or playing time. I think the most important thing that a coach can do is to be upfront and honest with all the team parents from the very beginning at a preseason meeting. And I believe you addressed this in your podcast previously. And I support this 100%. If they know your philosophy, they know your approach and your expectations for yourself, for the players, and for the parents, they may not always agree with all of that, but they'll know what to expect. At that point... They can decide if they want their child to be part of your team. Obviously, it's always better to have parents and players on board with you and your staff and the direction and goals you have for the upcoming season. One of the things that I would suggest, and I've done this virtually every year, is to devise a contract that has your approach, your philosophy, your expectations for everyone involved, including yourself as the head coach. And most importantly, a code of conduct and training rules that you'd like all the players to follow and adhere to. Having expectations for you as well will go a long way in having your team and their parents buy into your efforts. Include a full season schedule of dates, times, and locations for all your games and all your practices, along with the equipment needed. The parents will certainly appreciate that. Try to make it no longer than two or three pages, shorter if you like, and have as nice a cover, a title, of page, a, a title page as you can. And this is important. After all, that cover is going to be the first impression that they get when they see the contract, and you only get one chance to make that first impression. The document should be open, honest, fair, and most importantly, it should not have anything that is ambiguous. Try to be clear as to what you want for all concerned for them and their program. You put the player's name on the front cover to make it personal and have two copies for each player. Have the player, parent, and yourself sign both copies. You keep one and give the other one to the parent. That way, there's no confusion about what is expected. And you can find a number of examples of these things on the internet. They're all over the place. Most of them are really good, and you can tailor them to your approach. I feel this is one of the best ways to keep the relationship between you and the team's parents on an even keel. Be open, be honest, and consistent, and they can't ask for anything more than that. I always keep in mind that you're dealing with their most prized possession, and sometimes it's hard for a parent to be objective about their child and what's happening with them. Sometimes it means more to the parents than it does to the player. And that's when trouble happens. Another thing that I've realized in my research about all this is that many times parents want their child to be happy more than they want them to be good. And in athletics, that's an issue that could result in a conflict in a parent's perception of what's happening in sports. It's not easy being a parent of an athlete. And equally so, it's not easy being a coach. Good luck to everybody. And Coach, thanks for having me for your broadcast. Yeah, see what I'm saying? That's some really, really good stuff. 
Oh man, I really need to do a better job uh, with this. I don't have a contract, and I'm, I'm even thinking as I'm listening to Coach Hernandez. I I can't assume the parents know. I mean, I've been at UMS for now 16 years, and we've got some new parents. So I've got to do a better job letting them know like a full year calendar. Let them know that, hey, you know, basketball season ends, but then in spring we're going to have spring workouts. I need to remind them in June. We're going to have three weeks in June that we're going to expect their players or expect their children to be there. So, again, just some really good points about looking at things from both perspectives. Another thing that, that, that he said that hit home is how the parents would rather their child, in many cases, be happy over just being good. Parents, coaches, what did I say in that earlier episode? A parent's job or their parents' priorities is player first, team second, program third. A coach's priorities is program first, team second, player third. So again, it all goes back to listening to the other person, understanding the other person's views, and in all cases, doing your best to make sure that we're fair on on both sides. So again, I would highly recommend you guys uh, uh, going out, getting that book by Coach Hernandez. Again, www.sportseducationexperience.com, and it's called The Athletic Trinity. And uh, just, a, just a great, great read. So that's it, guys. Another week in the books. I don't know about you all, but our team just had our first practice with almost everybody there. I've still got a cross-country runner, and I've still got one volleyball player that was out of town. But, man, I'm excited. I'm ready to get things rolling and get things bouncing. So thank you for joining us for this episode. Stay well. Uh, Keep giving back to the game. And always go back to our Facebook group and – you know, we can get in the Facebook group and you can ask questions or you can suggest things for future podcasts or anything you want to know about. So that's it for now. We'll uh, see you next week. That's a wrap on this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. And if you would, give us five stars and a nice review so that we can build our audience and reach more people. See you next week.